Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to another weekly episode of Limitless Podcast, a place where we bring together global leaders in sales and marketing. My name is Sanjana and I'm the host of Limitless Podcast. Today we are speaking with Doreen Colonel, Inside Sales Manager from Workplace by Facebook. Hello Doreen, welcome to Limitless. Hi Sanjana, thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome. Thank you so much for joining in today, Doreen. Uh, I'm really excited about the conversation that we're going to have. Yeah, me too. It's going to be great. Yes. Uh, so the topic for today is uh, cultural differences when selling, the uh, wife called as international career in sales. So uh, the world is shrinking in terms of, you know, communication, social media and technological advances, but cultural differences are still highly prominent when it comes to selling. So that is why Doreen is here to shed light on the challenges that lies in cultural differences when it comes to selling and also how you navigate the challenges of a local market. Uh, so I'm sure this session is going to be thoroughly insightful. Excited to host you on our podcast today, Doreen. Yeah, amazing. Uh, but before we begin, I'm really interested in uh, digging into some of your background and uh, what led you to be in the position that you're today. Yeah, no, uh, that's a good first question. Uh, so basically, uh, I have a bit of an international background. I'm sure you can hear it. I have a French accent. I'm originally yeah. from France. Uh, I did my study um, in France, uh, in England, in Finland, and as well in Australia, where I got my Master's of Management in uh, Sydney, in the Business School of Sydney. From there, I started to work directly in Sydney as a store manager, uh, getting to the sales motion more in the B2C side um, before moving back to London, uh, where I worked at Bloomberg uh, as a contracts manager. So that was um, more dedicated, of course, to legal admin and all of this. From this step, I moved to the US, still with Bloomberg, where I manage a team in the US and in Brazil. So I got as well more opening to different cultures and different regions. And then I moved back to London. I decided to move back to completely like a sales environment, 100%, uh, and to move to a SaaS company. As you know, Bloomberg is more a fintech company. Um, so I moved to Box, uh, which is a company for cloud content management system, where I was as well an inside sales uh, leader. Um, it was an amazing experience. And then uh, I had the opportunity um, to join the workplace from Facebook uh, team, where I'm running um, the inside sales team, which means the SMB sales, the inbound and the outbound motion. That's interesting, Doreen. Thank you for the extensive uh, brief on your career journey. Um, all right, so let me just jump straight into the questions that I want to ask you today. Uh, mm -hmm. So talking about uh, cultural differences, uh, what is, in your opinion, the most important thing uh, when selling across different countries? Yeah, uh, it's a good question. So basically, how I see it when we target a different country in sales, the best thing to do first is to do some research uh, regarding the culture. So if you are sitting in EMEA 
Of course, it can be obvious if it's your region, but always interesting like to know about the culture itself, the habits, the business habits. Uh, it's easy to find this, whether you can just Google it, do some research yourself on the internet, or ask your colleagues. Um, we, we are in, the, in a world where we have very cultural and diverse teams, and it's super cool to hear um, each and everyone's backgrounds and best practices. So often we, we miss the opportunity to speak directly to our colleagues and we go directly to the root of Google. Um, but really when I do my research uh, and I target a country that I've never targeted before, I always uh, try to find mo the most knowledge I can uh, before targeting this country could be anything from knowing how to articulate my business pitch or going to when is the best moment to target this um, prospect could be like, for example, in France, we often say that we the lunch break is from like 12 to 2 p.m. So I will avoid like those time for calling, for example. So kind of being aware of the culture of um, your target country. All right, that was insightful. Thank you so much. Uh, now that social selling is an effective way to create uh, meaningful relationships with your clients and seek out introductions, so uh, how do you leverage social selling uh, while you know selling across regions? Yes, uh, so we do leverage social selling. Um, of course, we use LinkedIn and other tools. What we try to yeah. do is um, as we target often like throughout our network uh, is to use if we can um, the specific language of the targets um, that we are reaching to so depending on what i'm sharing on social media and on social platform like linkedin i will whether for example uh, directly write in french if i'm targeting a persona and uh, a French-speaking country, or I try sometimes to translate my posts uh, from English to French and other languages. So making sure that I'm not forgetting anyone in my network if I want to have a global message uh, and target uh, a lot of people at the same time. What I try to do as well is to post at friendly hours for everyone. Um, so trying to post like midday for Europe, so for London, and then, uh, so it's not too early in the US, but not too late for APAC. So trying to uh, be kind of careful on when I'm sharing uh, my content. Got it, got it. Uh, so now I want to understand how you train your team members on cultural differences when it comes to selling. Yeah, so the team that I manage directly, uh, we cover APAC, LATAM, and uh, EMEA. Um, and of course, we have a counterpart that will train um, the US team, but we try to do a global approach where we provide the same resources and the same knowledge base to all our team members. And for each regional um, training, we will do separate session. So for example, for the LATAM region, um, they have a different time zone. So we will as well 
stick to their time zone and we will have dedicated training for their personas that they have in LATAM for the different um, as well cultural aspect for each countries um, because even though it, it means it's obvious but we do not do the same business in Brazil that we would do in, in Mexico uh, or in Argentina, for example. So we want to make sure that we take all of the region specifics into details and breakdown. We want to make sure that we offer training in all the languages. So we have the support of our marketing team as well um, to um, have all our assets translated in Portuguese, in Spanish, in French. So to have all those resources available, it really does make a difference at the end of the day. Got it, got it. Do you have any advice for remote managers on this? Yeah, uh, I am myself a remote manager. Yeah. Uh, most of my team is based out of Dublin, for example, and in other countries. Um, and as I said before, I used to be based in New York and manage a team remotely based in Brazil. The best advice that I can have is to stay connected. Of course, I'm saying this, it's easy. Uh, I'm using WordPress from Facebook. So yes, I can stay connected easily, but trying to get some video time with your team as, as much as you can, having team huddle, um, we do it at the moment every day, uh, but you can have at, at least like opening of the week, closing of the week, uh, being available. Uh, what I try to do for all my team members, and even if I am busy or in a meeting or doing something, if I see a message popping up, I just I, I acknowledge it. I'm like, hi, thank you for your question. I've seen it. I'll be with you very shortly. Because they are not with you, they cannot know where you are. Maybe they are checking your calendar, but to be available and having this human touch, um, like when you're remotely managing someone, I think that is super important. Um, and that as well being cautious if you are remotely managing people in another time difference to not messaging them outside of their business hours. So you, yeah. you need as well to be conscious of their uh, work-life balance. So I will always avoid messaging very early in my day, people based uh, in LATAM because I know um, that their day hasn't started yet. So I wanna make sure that I'm conscious of their work-life balance, even though I don't see them every day, but to be as understanding as possible. Got it, got it. So if you could also give some advice for individual contributors being managed remotely, that would be great. Yes, uh, I would say you need to do an excellent PR for yourself um, because your manager is not sitting next to you all the time. We cannot see everything that you're doing and the amazing work that you are providing. So mm -hmm. I would say, tell us about your great successes. Tell us when you need help. Tell us when you need training, when you have identified an issue, a, a process that we can uh, maybe make better. You need to be very vocal and more than people that are being managed next to your manager um, because we don't see everything. Uh, yes, we can see data in our CRM. Yes, we can listen to calls via our uh, recording system, but it's great to hear about the great wins. It's great to have the communication flowing. Um, so definitely to having weekly catch up if, if it's not already done, but I hope your manager has done it. Uh, and as well, sharing uh, during the day, anything that is important, anything that you have done, it's great. And it's, not, it's never too much if it's condensed and it's done uh, with good intent as well. 
got it got it uh also i went through your linkedin profile and this is what struck me in my chat you have a background of more than 8 years managing teams in uh, different cosmopolitan cities like you know sydney new york and london so after reading this i was like oh my god how did she do this so <laughs> what motivated you to work on three different continents <laughs> that's a good question um i've always been like a lot of people uh, interested by traveling um yeah. so that's why i chose first uh, to do international studies so i picked um uh, business schools that i knew i could travel and do some exchange uh, semester so that was my first step and then you kind of get addicted the how i did it to work abroad it was a lot of research because as you may know uh, you need like certain visa approval uh, work permits uh, you need as well to kind of move your life to another country in terms yeah. to like health insurance forming your network in another country i think for each country that i live it was different um so of course as a french citizen it was easier for me to move uh, to london at the time because uh, the borders were open it was like 4 years ago so when i had decided for example to move to the us i made a business case um for myself at bloomberg and i spoke with my manager at the time expressing uh, my ambitious uh, ambition sorry to really move abroad and um relocate to new york so i think by being honest about your ambitions and ambitions it's very important to just ask because your manager uh, and as well anyone in the company won't know if you don't say anything so that's how i really um push myself and put myself in a good position um to move abroad it's um it's a decision of course that everyone needs to take in their own hands and drive the successes um but when there is an opportunity um coming to you uh, i i can say it's an amazing um an amazing journey to travel abroad and being living in different countries interesting uh so i can't help but ask this how do you manage your time i see you're managing uh, teams who are covering different fields regions Uh, I'm sorry. Do you do you even get time to sleep? <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, Work-life balance is very important. Uh, I feel um, that it's a like a topic that people are more like sharing and talking about uh, lately. Yeah. Where yeah. even we see like great CEOs and um, international managers just opening about the topic and burnout and all of this. and i am someone very organized and a lot of my friends say that i'm a freak of organization even in my personal life where i put time as well during my day to take a break uh, really like breathing i do some sports sometimes during lunch time and i always like for example like we are all working from home at the moment i know that after my working hours i dedicate sometimes whether to do some sports call some friends mm-hmm. and so on um but to be connected of course with other regions like with latam or with my counterpart in the us of course i have to adapt to their working hours but i ensure as well to have some time where 
I am not on my phone or checking everything. And I think that's the healthy way to approach your workload because then you are refilled um, for another good day at work. Um, but making sure to have a strict agenda and putting some time to do your uh, personal uh, life, especially at the, at the moment, because we are always in front of computers and, and cell phone. I feel that that really helped me to have a good work-life balance. Got it, got it. So um, where do you see yourself in the future? Do you prefer to work abroad or you want to stay back in France? Um, it's a good question. Uh, I see myself staying in London at the moment. Uh, I, I came back only in London a year and a half ago. Um, mm -hmm. I am at the moment in France uh, just because of the current situation. Um, but really... Um, I feel like London is the city where I want to grow. The headquarter of Workplace from Facebook is in London. So I'm, I'm lucky that I, I am based where um, the company is based as well. Uh, I see a lot of progression um, for another manager role maybe or managing different sales motion. Um, I still want to stay in sales and that's really a, a career that I enjoy. Um, and I want to continue as well to coach um, new sales leader, encourage the team uh, to see uh, a, bigger, a bigger view. And I can tell that definitely in a couple of years, it's going to be different, especially with all the remote work that we are all doing at the moment. Things have already changed and they're going to change even more. Got it. Got it. Let's wrap it up with uh, one last question that I have for you. Uh, mm -hmm. How do you manage, uh, how do you imagine the future of sales as uh, business is becoming more global and digital every day? I like that question. Um, I imagine it in the future, and it's hard to say right now, but people will, when we will be able, of course, after pandemic to be all closer together, people will want, I think, some face-to-face -face time or at least more video calling. Uh, we are getting used to this. Um, but when we'll be able to be back at the office, I feel that people will want with cautious, of course, to meet with clients again, to do some demo completely live, to, to be able to do that. But at the same time, we will want to be able to do still some remote work. So we will use still the great tool that we are using to do a remote working with our CRM communication tool like Workplace from Facebook. We're gonna try really to change our mindset, but still look forward for this human touch. The sales world is gonna go through like those funnels where you're gonna do, be doing a lot, as you were saying before, social selling. We're gonna be touching as well on more uh, maybe webinar, but trying to meet our clients face to face, um, trying to share our, our way uh, that we see the world and build community. And I think sales is gonna be even a bigger community and with our clients and partners, I feel we're gonna be all closer together. Um, definitely, it's gonna be a challenging time, um, but as we are all recovering and all uh, seeing uh, towards the future, I feel that social setting and having some face-to-face -face time might be something um, that people are attracted to. Got it. That was super insightful. Uh, I actually got a ton of insights on 
you know international career in sales uh, so thank you so much for this lovely conversation during uh, you sure have given us a lot to think about and i'm looking forward to learning more from you thank you thank you so much sanjana for your time thank you too see you again bye stay tuned to our weekly upcoming episode with more sales and marketing leaders from around the globe we are on apple spotify google stitcher and more subscribe to get notified when a new episode is out also please leave us a review if you're on apple thanks for listening bye bye